Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. I was thinking, though, that the, the very first show we went to, I think, was the Black Crows. I think that was the first show we ever went to. And I think that was in Iowa City. Iowa City? Yeah. And I think that was me and you. I want to add, you remember that? No. <laughs> I, I thought so, so yeah. Uh, uh, I remember going, I know I saw them like three times yes. at least. Me and Clay saw them in Adler. That was the first time I ever saw them. And then I think oh, I went right. and saw them again there. I think that was during the Southern Harmony. Was it just the two of us? Yeah, I think it was Southern just the two of us. I think oh, I, nice. I drove. I think I had the Saturn back then. I think I drove. I yeah, yeah man I know yeah I just I remember the one at the Aragon Ballroom really well because we yeah. waited around and Wade was super into like the crows then yeah and like so so they ended up catching them at like the bus yeah remember what album that was sign, getting them the sign sign autographs or something and Chris he said something really funny to Wade or called somebody Junior or something and we just thought it was funny <laughs> I can't remember the story oh um, Mr. Robinson and I think somebody tried to offer him weed but then they were just like oh he might have like these guys around him might be like cops maybe I don't I can't remember anything uh, <laughs> that's crazy it was Mr. Wade I remember Aaron was like can we go <laughs> I think it was Aaron did Aaron feel yeah, awkward it was, Clay. it was probably Clay Were they awkward? why did he feel awkward or something or he was just, maybe I think yeah. it was probably Clay because yeah. I think Aaron was into it too yeah Aaron and Wade more or maybe I don't know I could yeah. who knows I don't remember I, I was probably in Colorado by that time I think I think I got an autograph from yeah. Chris Robinson at least yeah. but I kind of just snuck in there at the end I think I don't know I was never much yeah. for doing that you know they were planning a, a they were planning like a really big tour last year and then all that shit happened mm. him and his brother finally made up because they weren't talking yeah, to each I other and that. shit yeah. and then they were gonna do the um, shake your money maker reunion tour kind of thing yeah. and then fucking everything fucking fell apart mm. I heard that with so many different shows like people were planning on doing like shit and then boom it fell apart you know like rage was a bunch of shows last year and then that yeah. fell apart and but i think you know hopefully we're seeing a, a light on the horizon because i had an announcement on friday that said that they're going to do the jason isbell show at um, the rust belt in december so cool they announced the date finally for it so i'm really excited to see that I, me and my brother and my brother-in-law got tickets to that i bought those tickets amongst five other shows that I was supposed to go to last year that all got canceled. This was the only one that stuck around. Do you remember, do you remember Drive-By Truckers at all? A little bit. Yeah, that was the band he was originally in. I feel like... I think somebody I know might have worked with them. Oh, really? I feel like it might have been Lalo. You know Lalo, right? Yeah, I mean, he's worked with freaking... I don't know, man. Like, Jack... Well, didn't, he say, didn't he say he worked with Jack White for a while, too? Well, that was his last thing. The last yeah. thing I knew, he was like kind of down into the yeah. He was doing all Jack White stuff and like, uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. Somebody was with Drive. It might not have been Lalo. I can't. remember. Yeah, it's man. hard to know who's with who. I, I don't. You know. Well, I, I wasn't gonna go down this rabbit hole right off the bat. I was gonna lead into that, but that's one thing that I've definitely been envious of is that you've been 
able to go to a lot of freaking shows. Yeah, me and, too. I'm envious of it. Yeah. No, it's, and was, yeah. I, I mean, mean, the blessing was... Yeah. The one I wanted to bring up, this is the one I'll bring up. We'll be all over the place. We don't have to stay structured. I got, before, is this yeah. in your brain locked in? Is yeah, it it's locked in. I gotta some... say, like, I don't, I can't remember all the people Lalo worked with, but I remember him working with Mars Volta. And Fuck. being at one of the Bonnaroo's, and it was like late at night, he, I knew he was with those guys, and I just remember how fun it was. It was super cool. Well, it wasn't... I hadn't seen the Mars Volta, and so many people at Bonnaroo, like the musicians, the people sort of on the other... Like in the back, it was they the, all... They, they that were, was the end. That's who everybody wanted to see. They wanted to go see the Mars Volta, yes, you know? Yes. So, so everybody was there, and what happened? They got jammed up somehow, so they were late. Like, they were late. Oh, wow. Not to horribly late, but they were at least 30 minutes late. So that meant, like, everybody who was there. Within 30 minutes, you know, because people would be people taking their time to get there. But they were yeah. they were kind of late. So there was a buildup, too. You know what I mean? Just, like, anticipating by yeah, the nail a bigger, shit. Yeah, there was even yeah. bigger anticipation. Yeah. And I remember they rolled up the van door open, and they came out. And then I was one of the first people. And I was like, Lalo, it was cool to see him. But they were hustling to get on. And so many people were there. The people yeah. that I was hanging out with. So it felt like... A family. Yeah, the family. more yeah, of a, yeah. yeah, it gets to feel like... It's like you build up a family real quick. If yes. you're yes. When you're lucky enough to be in that area, especially for me not having to work, being able to hang out with all these people that are kind of involved on the side. But yeah. there's a community there because yeah, there people go. know yeah, each other yeah. and they have this insight into the whole thing. And it's just a different vibe than being out on the other side of the yeah. thing. You know, not that being on the other side isn't wonderful, too. It's just a different. Yeah, because it's a way different experience. I feel what you're putting out. When I started going to a lot of backstage stuff and just going to a lot of shows in general, when I worked at the record store, that fandom thing wore off quick. I knew that this is a job. Yeah. But it's a fun job. Don't get me wrong. They love what they're doing. They love every yeah, minute yeah. of it. But this is also work. There's a time to shit, sit, and bullshit. And there's a time when it's, hey, game on. We got shit to do. We got, we're going to play yeah. some music. Yeah. What I was going to bring up, so we went to the first freaking Bonnaroo. Right. And that, to me, will always be one of those stories where <laughs> I will remember that to the day I die. Because there's mm -hmm. so many things that were going on during that show. Even for you. You oh. probably remember every, well, maybe not every little yeah. thing. Yeah, some of it definitely was a haze. I mean, for me, those days, that was like, it was just it was magical. so cool. At that moment in time in my life, that was probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever been to. Yeah. The really cool thing to me was, was that I'm seeing all of these acts, and I get to see them for three days, a bunch of music. And that was like my first festival experience. And it's crazy now to think about how big that festival has gotten. It's gigantic. It's probably, if not the biggest festival next to Coachella in the United States every year, respectively. And with that Bonnaroo Fest, as much as like, I remember I brought this up to you. I think we joked about this like a week or so ago was that I remember laying in my tent, not being able to fall asleep, listening to the nitrous tank oh, yeah. go throughout. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go throughout the all night. It's all I heard was moving around the campground, oh, yeah. and then I would hear, "Here they come! Here they come!" You're like That's, getting busted and stuff. The nitrous tank is like the lullaby of the music festival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew what that was, and the only reason I knew what that was is because of the first fish show I ever went to. Oh yeah, yeah. Fell on my fucking ass. 
Nobody and could, nobody the, gave you any advice. They didn't no, you this no, thing. it was. Oh God, I remember falling on my ass and laughing so hard because I thought it was funny too. Yeah, you know? well, you're. you're I mean, you know, you're in your. I young. remember my first wall. I think my first wall. My true, really wall. Uh, was, uh, was Rothbury? No, it was Rothbury because it, it became oh, Electric really? Forest. Or, Where's Rothbury at again? It's up in Michigan, I think. Yeah. And then it was Electric Forest or something. And Mindy's <laughs> like, let's get some nitrous. We got this big balloon, and I remember, yeah, that was the first, yeah, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I hope this doesn't, I hope this stops, because yes. it was so intense, yes. and it was really, like, I was like, what did I do? <laughs> Whatever music was playing, and whoever was singing in the distance suddenly mm-hmm. sounded like Les Claypool at a distance, garbled, like, <laughs> like, is that Les Claypool? Is that Primus? Something like that. I don't know, man. That's awesome. You know that audio effect. Yes, the like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I get it now. Because yeah. I, I took a, it was a big balloon. Like, yeah. I just gave her money. I'm like, I'll be here. You go handle this business. <laughs> <laughs> she was all, you know, and of course, she's a pro. Yeah. She's good. <laughs> it was fun. The Bonnaroo thing again, just because. Oh, yeah, we can stay on Bonnaroo all night <laughs> if we had to. Just because. I could. My, that like, was one of the times. Jesus. That Ben Harper, and okay. I have not brought up in any of my podcasts, you probably, like me, like that guy too. He is fucking awesome. He yeah, is. Yeah, it was probably. He just blows me away when I fucking watch him live. He was at the first one? Yeah, he was at the first one. I, I wonder. Yeah. Did I, I don't know if I knew those guys then or not. Or yeah. if I was on the stage or hanging out with them. I don't well, remember. Because oh, I, I remember him playing. But I guess what I'm getting at is that I've seen him so many times now. One of my my favorite experiences of seeing him is when I saw him open up for Dave Matthews Band at mm-hmm. once was the Mile High Stadium, the original Mile High Stadium, mm. and then Ozo opened up for Ben. Mm. So it was Ozo Motley, Ben Harper, Dave Matthews Band at Mile High Stadium. And I don't remember what year it was. Well, I wasn't with you on that. And I'm trying to. We we can't figure that mm. out. I, I think that was my been. own thing. I think that was me getting back there and then I got to see Ozo again and they knew who I was from seeing them at the smaller shows around the Denver area because right. I got backstage because I was promoting Ben's album at my record store okay. so the record label let me in and I got to meet Ben and there's this infamous photo I'll put up on the, on oh, the, yeah, the that, webpage that's a great photo you guys got me and him high off our fucking asses because you can both see like, like we look at fucking like deer in headlights <laughs> when somebody took the photo <laughs> and um, it's Gosh. got I got my uh, Bob Marley shirt on there but i was trying to think was i there or was not? you there or not that's my thing is like that i can't remember if you were there or not you know i wonder I, I don't know did you ever see him with like dave matthews like on his own like they would do show with dave like separately like I think, besides... yeah i know i'm pretty sure i did they yeah. all blend. yeah i know because i can remember like yeah i think we were at like alpine or not not deer creek or whatever the heck uh-huh. it was or, at that time I think that had to be probably with Dave Matthews. How many times did he open for Dave? I imagine it was more than just yeah. one time, well, one year, but maybe not. And I think all... it was a, at least two or three times. I don't know. Me too. I think, but yeah. I would see those guys on their own. Like I saw them down in Chicago at the place on the river uh-huh. or on the lake. Yeah, <laughs> they're on the, the river. Newer, it was like was newer, it during St. Patty's Day with the green one? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, I'm being yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I think I saw them when they opened for Dave. Ben, ben has actually opened up for Pearl Jam, and I've never seen any of those Pearl Jam Ben Harper shows, because I know Ben and Eddie are really good friends. 
you've seen him a lot more than I ever have. And yeah. but I, I mean, I've got to see some really cool Dave Matthews shows. I got to see Dave at Red Rocks. I've got to see Dave at um, CU Fieldhouse. Um, obviously, the the Mile High show. I was trying to remember. I've seen his shows and I've loved his shows so much, but he's had so many great opening acts. Mm-hmm. I can only remember two out of all of the shows. Because usually he blows away the, the opening act. Mm-hmm. The only time where I remember the opening act was when I saw Wycliffe John at CU Fieldhouse, mm-hmm. which was awesome. So nice. Then I saw Zach Brown Band open up for him in Alpine, mm-hmm. which he, Zach Brown blew me. I'd never listened to Zach Brown before that, and then I was a fan after that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so interesting for them to have like a country act open up for them too, you know? And, yeah, no, I think there was a connection though, maybe through Corin or mm-hmm. somebody like had some connection to Zach Brown Band. Not that they weren't a good band. Or no, that, no, but no. They, I think there was some kind of connection. So there. there was an in with somebody. Yeah, yeah. something, and maybe some like somebody knew what was label up. or the manager. They maybe they were with Red Light or whoever the manager. I don't know, some kind of connection. Yeah. But it was still good. They, those guys were good, and that was. That was good stuff. I remember the Alpine show. I was there for sure. And then I don't know how many shows we saw before I moved. Because I moved in like 95, 96 to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And then once I moved out to Colorado, I know anytime you come to town, we'd go to a show or two. Yeah. We saw, this is what I kind of wanted to sit down with you about, was like some of my most favorite music I still love to this day is the music you introduced me to out there. Oza Motley, I've seen so many times. I don't know how many times I've seen them. Right. Um, they are the coolest fucking cats you could possibly imagine. I remember the stuff when, when Charlie was with them, and, you know, back in the day. Charlie Tuna from Jurassic 5 also. He, to me, one of the best MCs out there that does not get the props <clears> and respect <throat> that he should. He is... Right, yeah, yeah, Chuckums. The, the human monster. Yeah. Yes. Man, he has skills. Yes, he does, and he I will. All kinds of skills. There's a story. I was in the studio one time, and and uh, I'll just try to make it short. And, and that's cool. Uh, with awesome. the, I was I was lucky enough to be there with with his crew. He was recording in Chicago, and um, I remember uh, looking at his note, his like notebook of his lyrics. And I was looking at it, and I was like, well, should I be looking at his lyrics? Like, I don't know if, what, if they were stuff he was working on or whatever, but what I was doing was looking at, I was looking at his writing, but I wasn't reading it, really, because his writing, just the characters on the page, like the way he writes a letter was fascinating. Like, I was like, this guy's, like, scribbling out notes or something. I don't know if he's scribbling them or if he's taking his time, but you would think that he was, like, taking forever because his letters were so I don't even know what the word is but I was fascinated by it so I'm looking at I'm not reading it I'm just looking at it being fascinated he came over and he kind of said something to me kind of he gave me a hard time he's like what did he say something about it's bad luck to read the scripts or something before (laughs) he said something and I and I didn't respond to him I I probably just said sorry or I don't know what I said but I didn't convey to him in my brain what was going on you know, because it was just like, yeah. I want, I don't think I said to him, like, I wasn't even reading it. I knew, like, I, I was like, I shouldn't just be reading his shit because I don't know what this is. Uh-huh. I was just captivated by his writing. Yeah. The way he wrote his letters. And, and but you see, he's a good artist, too. But anyway, no, I kind of no. wanted to say it to him. But even his writing was just From what I yeah. remember, that I was just interested in just the way he wrote his letters. Yeah. So I wasn't even 
I didn't even try to defend myself because obviously it's like yeah, it looked like I was just like yeah, taking a this, peek behind the curtain, reading yeah. the scripts, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know, which I probably did read some of the words, but it was more. I mean, ninety percent of it was just like we trying to steal his rhymes. Got it. We trying to steal his rhymes. Man, I was gonna take that stuff and sell it. I uh I, I have a, a crazy story with him too. I already told you the story. That's we were in Boulder and we were at the hotel. It was either before the show or the day after the show. I can't remember what it was. It was probably before the show because they would probably leave after the show, right? Or would well, well, they were doing multiple shows. Though. Okay, so they might have been la- Okay, so it might have been the day next day or whatever. And we're hanging out at a hotel, and in the background, the exorcist is on. And I tell this story because I think I remember this a bit. Yeah, and because they're watching it, and I'm like, I'm out of here. And they're like, What? Like, what the fuck? You know, like, who's this chicken shit? You know? And I'm like, I had to explain to them my whole story. So, for you that don't know out there, um, my mom was conceived with me, and my dad decided to take her to go see The Exorcist. So. I feel like there is some weird connection with me in that movie because anytime, anytime I watch that movie, even for like a little bit, I had the most fucked up nightmares <laughs> at night. You're, yeah. You were traumatized through. Yeah. But no, I, I literally, for watching it for the amount of time I, I had, even that night, I had a nightmare that night. Right, yeah. right. And, um, but the thing that was cool about Charlie was like, Charlie believed like that evil shit can be evil can be in shit you know oh yeah and i we had that talk out in the like a like out in the the railing or whatever outside the hotel or whatever i remember right. just him rapping to me about um about how shit sometimes has that evil thing in it and it can transfer over you know like it's like the positive energy and like the negative energy shit right. and i believe it man because no you know I, I understand it might be a lot of people's favorite horror movie out there but to me i will never watch that damn movie because i just have the worst fucking nightmares and I remember that story story. to this day, just the energy thing, because I believe that if you put good energy out there, you get good things that happen to you. If you put bad energy out there, you have bad things, you know. (laughs) Was Tuna not into it? No, he he felt me too. He was out on it too. He was like, he he wasn't down for it. Was that the year I had Mary with me? Was Mary around? She was. Okay. Holy shit, dude. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, She had the little car or whatever. Yeah, we went out there together. But there was some. There was so many good shows. Another favorite show I had out in that Bo- was some of the best. Like when they were doing those nights at the uh, Fox. I think they did two nights in a row. Do you remember the first place we saw them at? I the li- was, on that tour, the lion. The lion's lair. Lion's lair. lair. <laughs> oh, and if anybody that lives in the Denver area, Ozo Motley played at the lion's lair, yeah, wait, and like it was like this small little place. Forty of us in there. Like, yeah, I and you think about how many guys are in are in that band, yeah, and like on this little bar, stage right? in Lion's Lair. Yeah. It, wasn't, it was like people were like sandwiching. Like, you know, they they couldn't even, even fit stage, on the stage. Right? Yeah, they was, couldn't even like. That shit was funny. Yeah, but I will always remember that 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 moment. And yeah, that, man. And then one time you got me backstage to one of the, probably the, I this is the most iconic backstage experience ever in my life. When it was Oza Motley, Mana, oh, yeah. and Santana, Santana during the Supernatural tour for Carlos Santana. And I will always, to this day, remember that show. And here's the thing. I bought tickets. I bought tickets to that show because I was going to go regardless. And you were like, hey, I got, I got a backstage pass if you want to come. And, and I remember going and I was like, holy shit, I'm backstage at Red Rocks. For starters, it was my first time backstage there. And 
I'm seeing my boys Ozo, but I'm seeing the one of the gods of guitar, mm-hmm. Carlos Santana, man. Like, I mean, I remember my mom playing Bracus like oh. when I was a kid. And so seeing him live was like, it was like full circle to me. It was like, holy shit. And here's the thing though. Here's the thing that brought it to the next level. I tell people this and it's like, it was a spiritual experience to me. And one of the reason why I, I, you know, we're bringing up shit again, but there was this girl walking around with this baggie going, would you like some mushrooms? And so it, I'm not going to say who it was or what, cause I don't even remember who was saying yes, but there was definitely some musicians could have been in any three of those bands <laughs> and a group full of people that were already backstage that, that were doing that. And I had the most beautiful experience at that show, man. Cause I got How to watch, Oh man, come on. Right. Right. That was good, man. I mean, yeah, you must've just loved that. Do you remember that? Oh, do you remember? Oh, I remember that one. Pretty Go ahead. Well. Yeah. What do you remember? I'm going on and on. I'm talking more than you, man. I'm sorry. I just, because I remember these great memories with you, you know? I mean, yeah. How do you beat that? I'm just, I remember, I'm just, I was trying to think like who took the, like who took the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. I wish I could ask like, you know, who, and not that it matters, but like. Because so many people did and we don't know who. They did a lot. Yeah. I wish I could just go ask Santana's band. Yeah. You know, and those guys were all, you know, cool his band. Cool as fuck. Great dudes and just badasses. Like, yes. just badasses. I mean, there was Santana. Some of the best musicians you've ever <clears throat> yeah. seen in life. That's the only time I've ever been on the backstage, on the side of the stage, by one of the metal pillars. I'm sitting there watching him play, and I'm just like, holy crap. I'm like, he's right there a few <clears throat> feet away. My family and friends are in the audience. Oh, yeah. And they're looking at me, look at yeah, them. That, yeah. And they're like, you fucker. That you kinda, motherfucker. Yeah, there's a, there's an energy in that experience that's unlike. Yes. You know, it's a unique feeling, especially when it's somebody like that, that level that's that important to you or whatever. And, you know, yeah. to be at Red Rocks, to be, you know. Seeing the stars. Seeing and whew, There's a lot of stuff to take in. That's why I think yeah. I'll remember it so much. I mean. I always gotta say the audio, you know, sucks on the stage, but yeah, still. Yeah. Oh, you're saying in general being on, you know, yeah, being on a stage, like I always, unless you got like, the PA oh, you're in on the stage you. or yeah. whatever, but you know, it just doesn't sound good. Up yeah, there. you gotta it be out there not, like everybody you know, else. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be out in the crowd to get the. By the I sound, mean, yeah. that, I'm just trying to say, like, you know, like it's great to be up there. I mean, it's an amazing experience being on that side and looking out at people, especially at night. People light up their lighters or some shit like mm-hmm. that, you know, and. Dave Matthews Band plays like Satellite or something. It's like, whoa. And you're on the stage and you, it, that energy is directed at you. Sound-wise, it's not the place to be. You're right, man. But, yeah, you yeah. really are. Unless you want to really hear the drummer or, <laughs> or, you know, focus or go over and listen to be some close to somebody's, um, you know. Their instrument or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the monitors or their Exactly, the by them. Mm-hmm. Which, that's fun too, but to That be, perspective is right, yeah. And Red Rocks had that, like, room that you could go up in or whatever where you're like looking out a window down on the stage right that Something was like that. where they were at that's where the the room was is that where we did yeah. you go down below at yes Red Rocks? that was afterwards we All went the down pictures on the wall yes so that was really cool too that's yeah cool that. is that the place you talked to jack johnson it was yes. down there mm-hmm. yeah that that's yeah it's cool hanging out down there and you yeah. that like yeah just walking down the hall you're like whoa the history yeah well, now that you bring that up, I want to bring that story up. Yeah, you can bring that story. The other time I was backstage at, at Red Rocks is when I got to see Radiohead. And it was, I think that was during their, um, I don't think it was during Kid A. Bro, I've never seen Radiohead. I don't, You've never I don't seen think. 
No, I, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I've had so many like blurry memories. And... I mean, that's it's kind of weird because I, you know, went was lucky enough to see so much, but I don't think that's the thing. Like, you don't remember unless you have a ticket stub or you have a picture or you like yeah. or it's so embedded in your mind. You know. Although I feel like I did catch part some of them at Lollapalooza. <laughs> That's the thing at festivals, uh, you can always knock it out with a, yeah. t- a ten a ten band, you know, r- a run there, you know, or whatever. And yeah, thirty or forty fest, big exactly. huge festivals, and you, they start to. Maybe it might be just even for a song or like two, me. but you still saw them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So I just love telling the story because I was saying earlier, like at a certain point, you kind of treat every artist as you would yourself, and you don't pretty much you don't the fandom thing's gone. And because here's the thing, as I've met people, I won't bring in any names, but some of them can be dicks. Yeah, you, know, got, you know, and I know what you're saying. Although sometimes for some people, I think for all of us, there's there's a level where you're like, you're like, oh yeah, whatever, cool. This, Prince shows up, and you're like, whoa, wait, that's yeah, Prince or Santana. Yeah, you know, that's or, why I met with Santana. Brown or, you oh, know, everybody's got their person that could still unravel them oh, a little yeah. bit, you know. And that's why I wanted. But to bring... anyway, but I know what you mean. You get you sort of you know yeah. you just learn to. Yeah. You learn just to sit back and relax right. and well, not say just, anything. I usually don't yeah. say anything. I just kind of just chill out and I'm just the guy over the corner. If they say something to me, then I'm like, hey, what's up? And It generally is a better conversation people appreciate. You. Like when I, yeah. when Heidi and I were leaving uh, John Mayer's show and we were going down the wall along Jennifer Aniston. Well, I think it was John's tour bus. Then came out with her dog and her bodyguard. And I'd already talked to her. I mean, we'd seen it. We were in the same group, but we were yeah. leaving and we saw her and she came out. And, you know, it was a little just we didn't expect that. We were just we were leaving. And then we just talked. Yeah. There was no like, hey, you're just exactly. like with your dog, blah, blah, blah. Hey, cool. And when we left, she was she seemed really genuine when she was like, you guys have a good night. She's a positive vibe kind of person. She put out a really good vibe, but yeah. we didn't say anything. We didn't. We just talked to her. like, Yeah, let's talk. You know, like, we just yeah. talked about her dog and left. Yeah. Have a good night that whole freaking out thing i've seen it happen before too though yeah and i saw it at that carlos santana this girl's freaking out and he so humbly said i'm just like everybody else was that at red rocks yeah that was after the show that was like a, his meet and greet and was I, I there I, do you remember you probably don't remember um i remember you I walking around i remember it was dark down there I don't really it was where we, where we were at it was really dark and okay. this lady was just freaking out on him, and he was really cool about it, and just like, whatever, you know, it's all cool with me, man. I'm just like any other person. That's that's always been his vibe. I've right. seen like in interviews and, and like him yeah. talking in general. He's he's got decades of experience with that kind of thing yes. too. With that. But then going back to the, ra- the Radiohead show, I got to see somebody acting differently again. I am hanging out with my buddy. We're talking and bullshit, and I'm pretty buzzed and these two girls these really cool girls are sitting down with us chatting bullshit and stuff i open up my beer and i look over to my left and there's jack johnson mm-hmm. I'm like hey man how you doing he's like pretty good and i'm like cool i go you must be looking really forward to playing here tomorrow night he's like i'm so looking forward to it like he was you could just tell he was ecstatic about it anybody that wants to play red rocks a monumental experience experience mm-hmm. for them i have a really quick maybe not even 30 minute minute conversation with him go sit down my buddy knew who I was talking to, and he's like, did he seem pretty cool? And I'm like, yeah, he was really cool, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so then the girls were like, who was cool? Because they didn't even know who I was talking to. Mm-hmm. I had to say who I was talking to, and then they knew who it was. And it was like, the, and the minute I told them, they freaked out, and then I felt bad. I'm did like, they go over and yeah, because they went over to talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Here I am, the knucklehead, telling you know these girls, oh, look who I talked to, you know? And it wasn't that way. It was just, right. it came out that way. So it's weird how people act, and 
being backstage and meeting the E Street Band, you know, and things like that. It's just, man, I got to meet the big guy. I just realized that Clarence Clemens before he died. Mm. Holy shit! I was back there actually to meet um because Stephen Van Zant was promoting his um solo album, so mm-hmm. the label got us backstage oh, through right. Stephen Van Zant. So that's how I met the E Street Band. Where where was that? What was that? That was at Pepsi. Okay, but I want to go back even further. I know. I was a fan of this guy, but you really were a fan of this guy. And I always like learned a lot of stuff off of you. And then later I learned off a lot of stuff from Nicole Lewis is a big fan of Prince. Mm-hmm. And you were a big fan of Prince. I remember back when I was younger too, cause you had a, like all his CDs and imports and yeah. yeah. And what got you into him? What, what turned you on to him first? Do you remember what song it was? Or? It was probably just kind of the funky aspect for lack yeah, of a better you liked term. Funk, yeah. Yes. I've always liked, the Motown thing and just funky, just, yeah, funky stuff. So anything like that, and he, you know, he had some of that going on and then it was kind of raw, I guess you would say, or, you know, the first stuff he did. I mm-hmm. mean, did you ever get to see him? I did not see Prince play with his band. I saw him with, uh, Santana's band. What? Yeah, with Santana. That's probably one of the most epic stories that I still okay, remember. Okay, I want to hear this. Uh, well, the epic part of it, well, the whole thing was epic. Where we were, we were in Minneapolis. We were in Minneapolis. That's when Oza was on the tour, I think. You know, and, that, and at that point, I'd, I, you know, I'd been enough shows. I knew everybody, everything. We were all, things were cool. We were, God, where were we? We were at some oh, venue. Pause, pause, pause. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're going to see Ozo and Santana. Did you think maybe there's a slight chance? Was that in the back of your head, or you just well, were okay? I don't there, know. There wasn't I mean, a, for okay. me, I'm hyper aware that that's Prince's territory. Know, that's his town. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't know if I had thought about it or not. Oh, I remember I was with the girl, this girl, Bridget. You brought her with you? Yeah, I met her at Alpine at uh, Tibetan Freedom Fest. Nice. Yeah, she was cool. You went to that too? Oh, dude, that's a great. Yeah. And we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. She was cool, though. I, I totally lost touch with her, but she was cool. Yeah, no, I remember somewhere along the line, like, after Ozo got done, the word was, like, oh, Prince is going to come. Prince might show up or Yeah, whatever. but like, I've heard was... stories where it's people build that hype up. And well, then sure, you you're like, and so we didn't know if it was true or not. Yeah, And then, yeah. sure enough, that fool came in. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a trip, man. I remember he had these, you know, a bunch of dudes really well dressed in suits uh-huh. who just didn't say anything and his security detail was pretty tight um, and he showed up with some dude a bass player Larry Graham or something I don't know Victor if that's Wooten? the right name or some no 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 somebody oh. from an old oh an old school guy yeah somebody uh, a badass cat I, don't, I just remember being on the stage yeah. with him and his crew you know like the two the two girls and, and the other dude he was with and you know and watching Santana's band play which was just I'm like I'm st- I'm watching Santana's band okay and here's the thing like and those guys are like they're said, amazing like they're top to, musicians to, top musicians I, just yeah. to be, even to see those guys night after night is still a blessing right yeah, yeah. I mean all this shit's a blessing but they're so good every night like you know yeah and just to be there seeing Santana's band play is like amazing right okay uh-huh. then you're standing kind of next to Prince yeah and he's jamming on what they're doing too and you're in the same moment in the same vibe that's like it's amazing right well so 
you know, and of course the band is like, all right, there's Prince. Uh-huh. Ozo guys were all just like, damn. So we're, so we're like crowded on the stage. They're killing it, right? The f- this is the thing. <laughs> this fire alarm behind the stage up. I, 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 I don't know if all, I remember all this well, but people could say, no, this isn't exactly what happened. But a fire alarm started going off, right? And it's loud as shit, right? And the, the band's playing and it's not stopping. It's just like raging. Uh, uh. And so, so those guys just started playing fucking harder and faster and louder. It was like they were trying to like drown out that fire alarm. And it, and it hit this like just this crazy, just crazy point. And we were all just like, holy shit. And then, and then I think the, the fire alarm finally shut off. I mean, I feel like it went on for a while. Yeah. They they just they were building it and building it and building they it. They were destroying it in a battle with the fire alarm, I think is what happened. And then the fire alarm stopped and they ended that song and we all lost our fucking minds. Prince included. Like I don't I just remember like we were like jumping up and down. Everybody knew what the fuck had happened and it was just like it was an epic experience. That might have been the most epic thing I've ever oh seen. Oh my god, that sounds awesome. In a way, you know, I mean yeah. how there's levels of epicness and they're all different stories, but yeah. that's that's up there, you know. It uh, was like oh shit, you know, like that was just like what a blessing. Wow. It was cool. Have you seen anybody else like that where one big artist already was playing and then another guy came on stage with them? I'm sure there's got to oh, be a yeah. multiple experience. Yeah, like yeah. with Mayor, who who was Mayor with when you was it just you know? I saw John Mayer play. Mm-hmm. I don't even know at least three yeah. or four times. Never saw him with anybody. He likes to play with a lot of people. Is why I was wondering. I can't remember. Let me try to think. I mean, I don't even think. Okay. I remember I almost knocked over his girl. I ran into uh, Jessica Simpson. Was that? Oh, when he like you. He was well, dating her. You right? got to see him at two different times in his I life. I saw. Then. Yeah, wow. I saw. And with with Jennifer and with Jessica. I literally wasn't paying attention. I think I was looking at my yeah. phone. I was going into high rate of speed. <laughs> yeah. I literally almost just ran her over. Yeah. Um, I saw him jam with Herbie Hancock. It was at least three songs. I that, don't think it was to a me, full set, is, is up there just as much as Prince. I'm pretty Santana. sure I saw those two guys at, at some festival. Maybe it was Bonnaroo. I don't know. You know, just, but I don't know who else oh, I saw John jam with. I just wow, you have you've. I seen, remember you've seen two people connected to one of the greatest fucking musicians ever, Miles Davis. Oh yeah, yeah. both of them are like were friends with Miles. That's yeah. crazy. No, we had the bands. My friend Katie worked for him. My friend Ina worked for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were talking about catering um, guys. This is what I wanted to go back to. Just because one of my favorite human beings ever in this world was Adam Yalk from M- MCA. Mm. Right. And you got to see the Tibetan Freedom oh, Festival. Jesus, that was an experience. That was surreal for me because that was that was pretty early on. And what was that like? Ninety not ninety. I don't know. I got my laminate. I got a laminate somewhere. That was yeah. yeah. Just in, like standing there around all those dudes, just seeing everybody play and being around. I mean, were God, you in the presence geez. of them? All those. Guys? Oh yeah, man. I can I mean, I met. That's where I met Quest Love. <gasps> I met. And we met Questlove together at Denver once, working in Nets. Did time. we? Yeah, they, yeah. You didn't remember that one. That's I, I remember I that I've one, but you don't. Couple, remember. I've been yeah, around him a couple of times, you know, because I that can't. That was a Sprite festival. I remember right? talking yeah. to him. I don't know if I, you know, uh, yeah. 
whatever. We I don't remember our exact exchange. <laughs> but, uh, I know we were. Yeah, um, we were in each other's presence. Yeah. And what's the singer's name? Black Thought, I think. Yeah, you what's got the split it. With? Dude, Thought. seeing Rage Against the Machine and watching that crowd Fuck. at Alpine going crazy, but I was just like, this is amazing. I was stoked to see that. And, you know, uh-huh. I mean, I was like, I think I told you, I was watching the, I was watching Run DMC and I was standing next to the Beastie Boys watching them. You know? What? Yeah. Didn't I tell you that? No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how it was, though. Everybody was there. It was like, I don't, I was so blessed oh, to be there. Oh, my. I mean, that's the God. first time I was around all those dudes. I was around Eddie Vedder, you know, because Pearl Jam was there. Rage, Run DMC. Um, I mean, I was hanging out with Mixmaster Mike because he was with, yeah, he was with them. Yeah. So I was kicking it with him. And I was with there with Sean Lennon and that crew. I don't know if it was Sean's band or, or, or the Chivo Mato, but what I was with those guys. Yeah. You know, and being with Sean, everybody's knows he, Sean knows everybody. Everyone knows Sean. So yeah. <laughs> That's I, did I tell you we were saying that cr- that I was standing with those guys and like David Crosby mm-hmm. came over. Did I tell you that? Story? No, I no. I told you that. No, no. And I'm like, I'm standing here. That's David Crosby. I think. What did John Stewart's over there reading the paper? It's wild, you know. Surreal. Like I'm you're like, like you're in like a you're like in a like video or photo, and yeah. you're watching everything live. You know, like he's a kid from Iowa, and I'm standing around all these people that are and yeah. just like, what am I? What's going on? That's amazing. You know? No, Adam, um, Adam to pull that off, and you know, for that cause, you know, is pretty yeah. freaking awesome, man. That's that was a cool thing that because they did that they. They did the festival, right? Weren't yeah, they the, Adam Yonk, yeah, yeah, formed that thing. It was, uh, yeah. yeah that they was, actually raised a lot of money for the Tibetans, too. Yeah. And that was one of the most, that, that, if you watch that Beastie Boys story, that they bring that up, whole, that I whole thing up. That, yeah. Um, I wonder if there's any footage from those shows in any. I'm surprised we don't have something out like a Woodstock or something on that. I don't know if they had there, man. That would be there, so awesome. They did. They had to have have had video footage of that. If not, at least audio. I should YouTube some of that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure people took stuff. Trying to remember who else played there, but man, it was amazing. Well, I was thinking when you said Rage, the first time I ever saw Rage Against the Machine was at the, I believe it was the first Lollapalooza. If it wasn't, it was the second. Killing in the Name of came out. And that was like oh, I love that kind of just oh. the energy the and energy sh- at that oh. was just like people were there just I'd never seen a whole crowd of people like bouncing at once it was like the whole crowd in a bounce and I'm on the you know being on the stage to see it at Alpine having that view because it's such a you know it goes up the hill and yeah. just I mean not that you can't always see the crowd but that's just a, oh, like it was, vivid, I was vivid, like what my mind memory, was like right? exploding I was yeah. like wow this is this is a trip. This is. I can see that and smile on your face. It was music, an experience. Man. Man. That was the power experience. of music, man. Yeah, man. yeah. and uh, oh, it was a funny thing that happened to me when when I saw them was that there was a guy. I don't remember what he was wearing, but he was wearing a, a T-shirt of a band that apparently was a Nazi band. But Zach called the guy out during the show, like oh, yeah. fucking goes, "Hey, you, like you, uh, yeah, you." You know that shirt you're wearing? They're fucking Nazis. And like calling him out on his shit. I like it. And uh, like uh, just the guy took the shirt and threw it or something at that point, And you knew what to do. There and you go. 
But I remember that shit, and, like, I also remember, like, when I saw Ministry talking about, like, the audience and shit. Mm -hmm. I remember the audience, like, circling around in the lawn at um, the World Music Theater, which is now, I don't know what oh, the yeah, hell the name. World in Timney Park? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were, they were going around in a circle when Ministry was playing, and it rained that day, and they tore the turf up, and you could see the turf just, like, this big cyclone of turf just flying up in the air with this big circular pit. It was so memorizing and iconic that I remember watching the MTV News the next day when I was home, and it made the MTV they had a News. Clip of they it. had that's cool. footage of it. Right at the time, you're like, whoa, that's big time. It makes yeah. the MTV News. <laughs> but, you know, just crazy. Like, Yeah, I've seen some know. crazy stuff. Oh, man, I saw some. When it, at the Warp Tour, and I think we were in Detroit, and it, just rain like crazy and then there was this where it was like you know it was always like parking lots and there was this the rain calmed down and there's big puddles of water it's just nasty muddy water. well whatever i don't know if it's nasty but and people um just started everybody started filling up like bottles and stuff and throwing them in the air and water bottles flying yeah people the getting pegged in the head and shit <laughs> dangerous oh, you know man Oh man. yeah. But <laughs> who it, was at that? Was, you remember that? What year was it? Or who was in that lineup? Oh man, I there's been like, so many lineups for that. So I feel like that was like '98 or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. I think. I mean, that year I was hanging out with like the No Effects, um, mm -hmm. Save Ferris, a ska band. Yeah, I knew they are. Um, I think I met them through you too. <laughs> I mean, the Warp Tour is just every day. Is it that? That's a bunch of mixed oh, bag man, of cats that was too. Just a trip. All. The Deftones, I got those guys. Anyway, uh, Warp. Because of you, I've seen Dave the most out of any band I've ever seen. Oh, cool. But I was also in the fan club, too. So, like, when you weren't in Colorado, I would always see them in Colorado. And that's when I saw Wadcliffe. There's so many times I'm just, like, blown away how great they are live. Just Them as a live act is just amazing every time I see them. Oh, this is what I wanted to bring up. This is MMW, Medusky, Martin, and Wood. Mm. Them, to me, I like John the most. John mm -hmm. to me was the, when I met them, he was the coolest out of those guys to me, and uh, right. he just I loved his his this his personality, his mentality, and the way he thought and yeah. the vibe he gave off. Like For he was sure. funny. He made me crack me up. He oh, would crack. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that guy. He's great. When we saw them at the Fox Theater, I remember being at the Which side Fox Theater in oh, Boulder, and, and Boulder. Boulder. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was my most memorable experience seeing them. Yeah. That was one of the best sets I've ever seen of them. And I remember just mm -hmm. being like, John was like, just like like where you're standing right now with me. And I'm just sitting there watching him fucking. Were we on beat, the side of the stage yeah, or just, what? Okay. Yeah, just beating up his freaking organ, you know. It's, it's, when I, I was like, this guy's a fucking alien. Like at first, when I yeah. first, like he, what is he doing? Like, what are these guys doing? But like, yeah, John, watching John, I was, I mean, not that I know what it's like to play any sort of keyboard instrument, but I yeah. still was just like, yeah, man, this guy. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, how did you get turned on to them? How did you go down that rabbit hole? I can't remember. It Was it somebody else? I mean, I know. Or? I feel like my connection to them started through, I think, Yuka and Sean, maybe. Okay. Wow. But I'm not, but I don't know if they were the ones who were like, you should check out this band. Or I already knew, I think I probably already was in the Mineski Martin Wood and I probably said something. They yeah. were like, oh, we know those guys, you know, like, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, you should, because I know that they said, 
like Yuka was like, oh yeah, you should totally hook up with John. They're cool. They like they would like you, you know, like we'll try to put you in touch or whatever. Yeah. And then I remember being at Stubbs Barbecue in Austin. I went to the Mesquite Martin whole... Wood show. That was before I knew him. And I'm pretty sure at some point in there, I approached somebody and was like, I know Yuka and Sean, or I just, I know Yuka or whatever. And they said I should like, and, they, and like, I think I went back and that's when I met him. I think I met him at Stubbs the first time. They didn't know me from nothing, wow. but I was like, I know. And I don't, or maybe I even contacted Yuka or she had, I don't know, but the connection was made. I think at uh -huh. Stubbs was the first time that I could actually connected with those guys and got to meet them and like uh -huh. made the connection that yeah, stayed yeah. for a while. Yeah. But I don't know, man, I'm so hazy on everything. But I know I saw him at Stubbs. I know I was there. That was cool. Yeah. And Chappelle and uh, Rogan just did some shows there. I want to hope they release those shows on oh, nice. audio because that'd be awesome to hear those two shows together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, Sean. Sean, I've heard, I mean, you're. it's crazy that one of my best friends has a connection to, like, the iconic Beatles, man. That's just, right. I mean, I know that's so much more than that. And that's what I've heard in interviews with him and shit. He is, like, one of the most laid-back guys, man. He's just... Very, very laid back. Very cool guy. Yeah. Like, I love that about people. Like, no matter how big they are, and, like, it's the positive vibe that they're putting out there, and they're being a decent human being. And his music, to me, is, like, the stuff he's done with Les, the Les Claypool yeah, Delirium. That stuff is sick, dude. Yeah, man. I, I mean, those guys were great to me, and it was, yeah, it was great to hang out with that, those, that crew, and... He's a smart dude, and um, they make great music. And it was, and Yuka was always so kind to me. That whole crew, Miho, um, I had some, I got stories about those, you know, hanging out with them. I mean, yeah, good stuff. Blessing. We were joking about this earlier, and you have so many stories, and you have so many things that you you were joking with me before this, even days ago when I asked you to do this. Like I can't remember shit. I can't, and that's dude. the thing too. It's like, but, but this is a way we can try to get some of that shit yeah, out there, you know. As no, far as, because yeah. to me, if it's just, it's a nice way to catalog what happened in our lives and just be able to remember right. it, you know. Well, you'll say things and it'll get my brain, my wheels turning, and then I'll, I'll start to remember things and uh -huh. yeah, or or these stories chain to the next one or their connection yeah. made. So like, in, in what I was gonna get at though is that, so when I usually do these things, I kind of you know usually go down this is the first time i kind of we went out of it because i knew that we could have great things to talk about this is the stuff that people yeah. will enjoy because this is the stuff i love to hear when i listen to a podcast the it's about the music it's about let's see where we can take this you know let's see where we can go with it because sometimes if it gets too tiring for you like life music's there to like make you feel like life in my in my opinion mm -hmm. today i heard a song i heard a song today that reminded me of my mom and and it got to me, man, because it reminded me of my mother, you yeah. know, and those memories of my mom. So, yeah, yeah. and there's going to be stuff like that in all of our experiences. Sure. So these experiences, when you see somebody and you meet somebody and you see somebody live, this is stuff that it's a great energy, man. It's yeah. a great energy because you are lucky. You are blessed to have mm. all this stuff. Yeah. And this is, this, this is positive stuff. <laughs> this is the stuff I've been kind of getting on to you about, like, this is the stuff that's great, Scotty. I mean, this yeah. this is a good feeling to have. Like, music, music in our lives, man. We got we have. I mean, lives have soundtracks. We have these soundtracks yes. of our lives, and that's what we got. 
that's what we die with. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. So how did you get into it then? I don't know. <laughs> it's just really, really like You don't music. remember like the first album you bought or the first CD or I mean, around, some of the like... stuff, I hate to say it, but like, I, to be no. honest. No, don't be. I got Madonna. I liked Madonna. Yeah. No, I liked Olivia Newton-John. Oh, man. Come on. Who but didn't? I mean, so maybe that Xanadu led to Madonna, and, you know, yeah. and it was like, you know, and, yeah. and that music was what it was. And But that, then it was like Prince, but I, I always had, I always, I mean, Michael Jackson then, I mean, if Everybody. Michael Jackson. Oh, God. But yeah. that kind of stuff was like, I mean, with Madonna, I think it was just females. Like, I liked the female voice and stuff. The music yeah. was whatever. But with Prince, it was more, you know, music. The music and yeah. just that style, and like Michael Jackson. I mean, the, the studio, off the yeah. wall that, I mean, Quincy those, Jones, dude. Quincy, Quincy the, all those cats playing on that fucking album. Yeah. The Sea Wind Horns or whatever they're called. They, oh man. Yeah. But that kind of music, like that, anything. I don't know what it is for me, but that was just what did it for me. Yeah. It's amazing, like when you. When you listen, like when you're listening to that when you're younger, and I was listening to that stuff when you're younger, you don't know about who produced it no. or, or who the songwriters were or what musician right. was playing what part and what. And you start learning that stuff when you're older, and you start seeing the connection of the just the work ethic of those musicians and what they put out as far as their catalog goes. It's amazing stuff to learn, man. And I love that. That's why I love eating that up. That's why when you tell me about an experience of meeting, you know, or being in a presence of any of these people. It's a, it's 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 a great thing, man. It's a great feeling because you get that energy and you get to have some of that energy and you feel right. that love and that like <laughs> yeah. I always like the energy of 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 well, like what we experienced at Red Rocks when you're with the band before the show. Uh -huh. I mean, for me, it was always you know was, we were all getting really really high. Yeah, yeah. Or we'd be smoking during the show uh-huh and just you know we're all just lit up on the same oh yeah you know and so i felt like i was kind of a little bit more part of i was in the same headspace as the guys on the stage playing the songs you're in that same space That's it's so, like whoa yeah, that, that kind like of that, that. You're, you're around the same space whatever you're yeah. in, you know we're, we're all same we're all energy. looking at each other smiling because we know that we're like whoa mm -hmm. We all know we're, you know, you're sharing that thing. And that was always really, yeah. I mean, that was an amazing thing mm -hmm. through this amazing grace of whatever the universe and, uh -huh. and just to share that was, that, that was fun. Like whatever you said, just made me think of that energy of, no. you, know, you know, an altered state of conscious and sharing yes. the altered state of conscious yep. with the music and the vibe and the place and just wrap it all together it's just like whoa some yeah, people I mean, will know exactly what we're talking about because sure. they've been like this is the thing too i've been to many shows where i've not been in any way you know alleviated and and i've had that same feeling and experience because the music was just that fucking good yeah well and it doesn't matter where you're at or who you're with it doesn't matter if you're up on a stage or on the side of a stage or out in the crowd i mean mm -hmm. if you're on the crowd that that experience is epic mm -hmm. too you know or more I mean, it all, it all goes together, but that's why I was always on the, I don't know if you know this, I don't know if I did that with you, but I would wander around. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, you did I, it all the time, I and I was to, always I realized I had cool to apologize to people. Like, I you was did like, it all the time to me, too. I'm like, I'm like, you don't have to give me an excuse. I know you're like, doing no, your own No, I know, thing. but like, there yeah. was other people I got myself in trouble because I just like to wander. I like to go out into the crowd. That's the best place to yeah. be, and like, get into that energy. That's how you meet people. You meet people, and you see yeah. their energy, and like, you know... That was great. I mean, to be that. able to go wherever I wanted was just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. 
So I just want to tie everything up here, Mike, because I was trying to get into a little bit what you liked when you were younger and stuff. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we were. You have turned me on to, like, Carl Denson's Tiny Universe. You've turned me Thank on you. to, uh, like I said, Medusky Martin Wood. You know, we talked about Dave. We talked about Ozo. Jurassic 5. Jurassic 5. Oh, my God. I got. I remember I was telling you, you didn't realize that. Have you seen, how many times, what, have we seen J5 shows together? I think only twice. I think I've only seen twice with you. Because, um. Where were they? What were they? Because remember I was talking about, I went and saw, um, Jurassic 5 with, um, Nelly Furtado, and you didn't remember that one. I was there? Yeah, I think you were there, and I'm like, but I'm trying to remember, that's the thing too, it's like, I've been to, I've been to, that, that was at the Fillmore in the Denver, Denver, uh, theater, and I've been to so many shows at the Fillmore Denver Theater that, yeah. and I've seen Ozo a few times at the Denver right. Fillmore Theater. <laughs> yeah. That I don't remember if it was the Denver show start, or the for me, Yeah, when I think of a venue, like I think of a band and then I think of the venues and the mm-hmm. venues blend together, or I can separate it by the venue. Yeah, I feel like. Or especially mean. the performers, too. It's like, did I see Ozo there? Did I see J5 right. there with you? I like, I love yeah. to see J5 do another show together. I think they were planning on doing, like, I think they yeah. were planning on doing shit last year, too, and it fell apart, you know? And, out of all the music you've listened to, what would you say would you recommend? Would it be funk? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. You like a lot of different shit, too. But see, you're, uh, that's one thing I, I love know. about you, too. You can appreciate somebody like Dua Lipa or any kind of pop music. I can't. I, yeah, I grew up with pop. I'm not going to deny it, and I'm not going to act like... Yeah, and I hate when people know. like, pop's like the evil thing. It's like, right, no. You know, it's like, don't be, try to be uh, elitist, you know? And Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it. I mean, I understand. I mean, there's just mm-hmm. levels of intricacy to anything and it's the same with a fucking song music you know mm-hmm. and where did we see the roots was it was sprite. it on the sprite tour the, the liquid sprite mix? tour uh, yeah i have a i have a pass from that that's the only reason i can remember it was good mix you remember so, who else was there too well like well was it pharrell was yep. that, was n-e-r-d it? was there n-e-r-d yeah. who else the roots that's the only two I really remember, to be honest. Oh, well, who else but there was, was somebody there? there we saw. There was Ozo on that, or it was why either, were we there? It was either Ozo or J Five. I can't remember. Oh wait, one. I remember was who on was that. Was yeah. Randolph part of that? Yes, that's right. Okay. There you go. There's somebody we haven't. Was it through? Was Ozo on that one? I don't remember. <laughs> who did I? Because I knew the Robert Randolph crew. And he's amazing too. If you if you like steel yeah. guitar and you like jam music, I would recommend that. Yeah, the highly. stuff he did with Medeski and the word is cool. Oh I yeah, mean, I have the, the word the, at home. The, yeah, North Mississippi All Luther and yeah. Chris from North Mississippi All Stars. I think. Yeah. What I don't remember that. That happened so quick too. But what are your memories of that scene? I just show? remember it was gonna rain and didn't rain, and I remember who did we meet? Who did we talk? And then about? I remember us walking backstage, and you can't. Sorry, the back at bus. No, the what? tour bus. I remember. I remember Questlove's hair. I just yes. remember Questlove's well, always. hair. Always. I mean, and, he, uh, and you can't miss that. I'm sorry, like, man. Yeah. yeah he, with his pick and everything. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Um. But that, yeah, I remember him being just cool as fuck, though. Yeah, that's well, the, shit. yeah. That's yeah. Uh, my man needs to have just a logo of that. He probably does. He does that his, that's outline. His, is that's that his, his thing? Podcast. That's gotta be his, his thing. podcast. Is yeah. That's his. That's iconic, man. And I love um, I love going down his rabbit holes, man. His like I watched his DJ set on Friday night, man. Like I had it playing in the background while I was doing my own thing. Dude, I listened to his uh, podcast with Weird Al. I think I told you that. Yeah. I I think I chose that one because Weird Al was I think Weird Al was the first sort of famous 
musician person that I ever met. Yeah? Isn't that kind of wild? That is wild. When you were a kid or something? Or? I was young. My sister was in his show. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, I think I remember, remember Come this. Come on, bro. I think I can remember this. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, dude. That was like way back in the right. freaking files of the head. Yeah, so Holy I was young, she was crap. young. Crap. So we're in the tour bus and like hanging out with like the band and whatever. And it's like, my, I don't, you know, I'm young, I'm dumb. I'm, I don't know shit. The only thing you know a Weird Al that I knew is like what he does, it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, this guy, you know, and I didn't even know what I thought about him, but, and then he comes on the bus, and I just remember when, at the end of the night, just being like, that dude, he's, he's cool, man, he's smart, he's, you know, he's intelligent, he's just like, I was like, I like this guy, like, he's, he's something, man, he was a character, but he was really, you know, I'd seen him in these videos on MTV, but he does all this silly shit. So like, what mm-hmm. is he really like? You have no idea. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'd heard him speak any serious words ever. Yeah. You know, and then he just comes out and he's just hanging out. And my I first one was podcast, uh, whatever. You know, you'll get a kick out of this. The first famous person I ever met was um, Robin Zander of Cheap Trick at Wacky Waters Park. <laughs> yes. All right. Wacky waters. But cheap tricks not a bad first. Uh, oh yeah, were they playing at the fairgrounds or something? No, what were they here? They had a concert. They were here? performing at Wacky Waters. They had a concert oh, there. Oh shit! I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? But it was cheap trick. <laughs> yeah. My first. I know my first concert, which is weird because I don't. I think. Well, I think my first concert was the Beach Boys, at the fairgrounds. I was young. I think that was my first concert. Yeah. Was that during uh, Kokomo or was that be before that? I don't uh, I couldn't tell you. And you know who else played at Wacky Waters that people forget that who? I always remember right now? DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. No. Fucking Will Smith. Get out. Will Smith Will played, Smith played Wacky, Wacky Waters? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so glad you told me that. <laughs> uh, I didn't go to If you, you ever, Did you ever wish you could play like an instrument? Besides the guitar? Did you ever wish that would have turned into something? Nah, it's not really my thing, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. I'd just be that quiet dude that just like kept his head down and trying yeah. to play guitar. Just turn your back to the audience. Yeah, they're guitar. just like, yeah, yeah just not. I, but no, I never really, I just wanted to be able to play. And yeah. I, I never had any aspiration, inspiration, whatever. But you appreciate when people play because you are someone that plays. I think when you yeah. play, because I have friends that play and they like, they take a whole other appreciation yeah, once they play. Yeah, it changes your, yeah. yeah. When you know Pat how Matheny to play. and people like that. Yeah, and, you yeah. get a whole different understanding of uh-huh. it. Um, I'm sure it's like that with anything. I might, you know. So I know that you did also some foot photography work and stuff. You've been obviously backstage and any of the artists that you've taken photos of that you really appreciate? Of my own? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did I you mean, take did you take one of like James Brown or anything? Yeah, I got I got some shots of James Brown. Yeah. But I was learning how to do it at festivals like Bonnaroo and being honest, it was crazy. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the fact that I was like there was all these people in there who knew it there. I'm just again this some asshole over there with a camera in this really unique privileged position to be able to take these pictures and I'm like some shitty little camera trying to figure it all out, you know. Yeah. But uh I mean, I've got some good shots. I just, I, nothing that I, it's I caught most, a shot of Stevie Wonder, but nothing yeah. too, I was so far away, and then I got 
That was. Did so, I tell you that story? Yeah, yeah. And then I went back. That I told you about Jack White making the jokes and all. It's a good story. And then I went out into the crowd and danced around with Imelda May, this Irish mm-hmm. singer. That was cool. She mm-hmm. was awesome. Her tour manager. I think it was her tour manager. Some guy she's with, right? She's out of. She's like an Irish girl. Um, they, they, not very well known here, but he cool as fuck. I'm sure. Yeah, most, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her, the guy she was. I think he said he was her tour manager. I don't know. Whoever. I just remember him. We're at Stevie Wonder. It's Bonnaroo. I mean, it's fucking. I mean. He said, "I've been doing this for over a decade or something, or a couple decades." He's like, "I don't think I've ever seen so many smiling faces at a show ever." And yes. I was like, "Amen, bro." It was like I that's mean, the shit. power of somebody like that man for me that music stevie wonder that's oh, like man iconic obviously icon he's iconic no i'm talking about i guess that's the kind of music go to that go i to. really yeah. gets like i was like dancing with imelda and you know me i yeah i don't think anybody's ever seen me dance <laughs> if i'm gonna dance it's gonna be stevie wonder you know it's gonna be superstition or whatever yeah, you yeah. know like that's like tearing up like it's a moment for me. Yeah, that's the kind of music that's super moving. Like yeah. that experience was. That to me, now you bring Peak. that up. I got one of those experiences. What's that? Like um, water in the eyes when I. Growing up with my dad, I, uh, my dad used to have, like my mom and dad used to have like little get-togethers and stuff when we were kids. You know, they'd have weekends where friends would come over and they'd play cards and have some drinks you know and shit and my dad would always play like uh playing record um nine tonight by bob seger so he used to play bob seger you know and being like my dad being a blue collar man you know and the music definitely reflected our life i felt in a lot of ways like we listened to seger and Mellencamp and you know and some really mm-hmm. like springsteen and a lot of that stuff growing up one of the best moments I've ever had in my life, and I was going to say this in some podcast at a point, like some of the shows I've been to, I remember a time when I teared up because it was full circle for me. And that was, I said to myself, my dad helped set some of the roots to my music that I listened to when I was younger. Him and my godfather, um, Jeff Gross, they both planted the seeds in, the, in my head of the music and the feelings I have. And so listening to that Bob Seger Live album when I was a kid, I learned to appreciate that when I was a little older because it was a gr- it's a really great live album. I have it on vinyl and everything. But right. So Bob Seger got to come to uh, and play the Mark. I always call it the Mark, right. whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever it is now. I think we should all just reference the Mark. Yeah, let's just go with that. And I knew Bob. Fuck these new names. <laughs> I mean, we do it, and then yeah. we all get confused. What's it called now? What what year is it? Who anyway. owns it now? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, go back to your story. No, no, it's all cool. I love it. It's great because everybody does the same thing with it, you know. Um, but I knew Bob. This was going to be Bob's last tour. You know, Bob Seger's getting up there, and he knows he can't hit the notes like he used to. And but he he killed it. He killed it that night. Without getting too emotional, because anytime I start thinking about something, I get emotional. But um. He sang like a rock, and um, there's oh, a yeah. there's a song, there's a lyric in that song that says 20 years, where'd it go?" Yeah. And you think about that because oh yeah, boom, here I am in my 40s. My dad's in his 60s. Right. And I remember hearing that, hearing that when I was younger. Right. Yeah. And I'm hearing this song with my dad, 
and I'm having a moment. Yeah. And to me, that that to me is the power of music, yeah. because I heard this when I was a kid. I'm here with my dad. I'm hearing this song, reminding me of when I was young. And if anybody tells you that power of music is not important. <laughs> and lyrics like that, you know, you understand it so much more now. Yes. And that, that depth of like, he you reaches know, into your soul. Yeah, I mean, those, those, you know, just that's, it makes me think of the, again, at the Bonnaroo, like I love the lyrics of this Stevie Wonder song. I wish, you know, talking about mm-hmm. being a kid and being in school and just, oh, those lyrics just, you know, man. What album is that on? Because I, I have a couple of his records. Oh, um, I can see the cover of it. What's the cover? Is I it him? I can't know. I is think it... it's a woman. Okay. Man, I'm terrible. Okay. No, it's I'm good. I'm the worst at all that I stuff. have also his best of on CDs. But... I mean, I know every freaking beat of that song, but I can't tell you what yeah. the album, which album it's on necessarily. Because I never, I never had any of his stuff until later, and then it was just like, even to now, I think my Stevie Wonder is sort of greatest hits. I think I might have all the albums digitally somewhere, but um. I need to find for you. Uh, there is an interview that he's given to somebody, Questlove again, and he's talking about times when he's performed with Stevie, and Stevie wanted to change something up on, on doing a song, and Questlove wasn't liking it, and he went and he like one of the guys came to him say, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do," and Quest was like, "You know, I don't know if I want to do it like that." And, and so, <laughs> like, it got back to him. Right. And, uh, and anyway, I'm not telling the story right, but it's out there. And he just talks about sitting down with him. And he's never felt so, like, it was like, he said it was like the Godfather or something like that. He's sitting down and, he's and he's like, and he's like, just talk, or Stevie's just talking about whatever. And then he kind of is like, so I heard uh, you didn't want to do this. <laughs> and, like, Quest just is like, um, Yeah. <laughs> and like just imagine like one of your like you're like you're a musician and one of your like forefathers is putting you on the spot but in a funny way you know like just totally messing with them you know like you know so stevie has that about him so yeah i mean i don't know why but my brain just went to the thing that happens a lot of times when you're part of this group of like you're in with the sort of the musician production crowd like the people putting on shows whether they're musicians or mm-hmm. um anything like the crew yeah yeah uh the people that putting are traveling on festivals with them. yeah and, and and sometimes the band or things like there's all the there's talk about like what's going on or like it just or before somebody shows up like the mars volta but like i remember when with stevie wonder at bonnaroo i kept hearing like people were like oh stevie wonder and they, what kept coming up was how many kids he had and people were always like people were saying like that fool's got all these kids and he, he's got like 12 kids and i was like i didn't know if it was true but i just remember yeah. that's one of the things like you know kids with all these ladies and he's a ladies man i didn't mm-hmm. know this that you know but i heard this yeah. talk and i don't know what's true or not. i think he does have a lot of kids yeah, oh yeah like kids. like look at freaking mick jagger dude he's but got it such, just was yeah. funny to hear that like with stevie wonder i, I remember that was that was like that was a oh, joke going that around. was a talk going yeah. around of like yeah <laughs> I remember being at uh, war- when the Warp Tour met up with Ozfest. Oh wow! And I told you about the Mars Volta, how people were re- or like everybody wanted to hear the Mars Volta. Sort mm-hmm. of, you know, all the musicians were showed up that night at Bonnaroo. Like not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And Mars Volta was like they just put out that album. They were doing some really cool stuff. But when that Ozfest met up with them, 
uh, the Warp Tour tool was on it. And I just remember like Holy shit. the beginning of the day, because I, I would ask people. That was another thing I like to do is I would ask the musicians or people like, who do you want to see? Like, tell me who to go oh, see. Oh, yeah. And everyone. Yeah. All the people on the Warp Tour were like, Tool. Everyone went to Tool. Yeah. You know, it was cool. That was that was a trip, man. And now, um, now that you say that, that's one of those shows that I bought tickets to last year and it got canceled, man. Oh, yeah. I was so upset about that. Like, here I finally get to see them and now I don't get to see them because apparently now I'm not sure if they're even going to do that, like yeah. that tour because they, they want to refund everybody their money. And when it comes to their own little projects, all of them, it's got to be the timing and the way things go and stuff. So, yeah, I was uh, lucky. I saw, I got to see them. That was, yeah, that's awesome. Them, but good for you. I, I, with Bonnaroo was a good one. Oh, I did see him too. I saw them in, at Lollapalooza. Like, okay. Was that the third or fourth year? I can't remember. <laughs> I wonder if I've seen them more than once. I just remember yeah. seeing them up there. That was a big I venue. I hate when I can't remember shit like I know. that. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I did go see them. Like, I didn't know I saw Audio Slave with you at Lollapalooza. I saw Audio Slave? Yes. <laughs> you saw Audio Slave at Lollapalooza, yeah. dude. I think I remember. But we, it was like yeah. one of, it, but, but see, it was one of, during one of those, we saw them for a few songs, and then yeah, we were then off, we and then yeah. we rolled, you know, and it was like, man, I can't believe I didn't remember that until like, I'm like, I look through the lineup and go, oh yeah, I remember seeing them. Like, or what was the other one? Like, um, the Black Crows, I think, opened up for Lenny Kravitz or vice versa. And I'm like, I saw the two of them together. I'm like, what? I'm like, Did you go to Dave Matthews when they played at uh, Wrigley Field, I think? No, I missed that. Because I think the Crows were... Opening up for them there. Oh no, where did I see... I saw him in St. Louis. Or maybe I saw him in... Re I don't know. He kind of just all blends together, man. Oh, gosh. Uli called yeah. out. Uli said my name on the stage at, like, one of those places. Those massive... He said your name? Yeah, he said something. Like, he thanked me, I think. I, I swear to God, in front of that whole place, I was like, holy crap. That maybe is one time, you wish it was... You got a recording or something. Oh, just, man, that was wild. Yeah. Um... But, but you have experience in your head. So, I was just yeah. going to say, more importantly, um, bon not that it's important, but Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza, those were good festivals, too. You knocked out so many people. Like, one after the other. Like, oh, I've, yeah. Cause like, I even if it was for a song or two, right? I'm sure. If it's, yeah, yeah, I moved around a lot, but I wanted... that, And that was what I was going to say, is that... Because that's where I would ask people, because Bonnaroo's got such a huge... Oh, my God. You know, God. you've got tiny... Three stages of well, shit. Really, six or seven. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah, got, yeah. I, and so I would say, who... Who should I, you know, it, and that was, you know, that was cool, man. I, and you probably were going when you saw comedy acts there and shit, too. That's what I loved about Bonnaroo is all the comedians. That, did you get to see any good comedians at the Bonnaroo? Yeah, I didn't get to see the comedian sets too much. Um, I mean, there's so much to see. And I, I, yeah. I, you know, and a lot of times people I knew were playing at a, you know, there's so much overlap. It's always my luck. But, I mean, I got to be around them. That was pretty cool. Like, just kicking it with a lot of those comedians a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because they were there to see the music probably just to yeah. get it. It was for them, it was like, yeah, I'll go do a set and then I'm going to go listen to my favorite yeah. band, you know? As they advanced the Bonnaroo, they made more places to hang out and it got bigger and it got tighter, but 
Yeah, the the first years of Bonnaroo for me were so amazing because it was so loose. That was the oh my god. Part. Like I got away with fucking murder at those first few. Oh yeah. Rooms. They didn't know what they had. They didn't. Well, it just like the they didn't have shit locked. Like they learned how they had to secure things, but they yeah. Didn't. And the acts weren't like. But I mean, I remember like the first or second year rolling up in my car, driving up behind the first the big yeah. the witch or the what stage, and just I fucking parked right behind that stage. Yeah. Like years later, I couldn't even get anywhere near that place in my car. But like, yeah. I think even the second year, I rolled. I fucking rolled up my second day. I think it was like I. I think it was like the second day. In that little blue I, car I you come had? in in my Geo Metro. It's like noon. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. And the first band's on, right? And yeah. I know who the first band is. It's the fucking Whalers. So I'm <gasps> fucking trying to get there. And I just, I just fucking, I got whatever pass I had from whoever the fuck. I walk right up on the stage. And I'm watching the Whalers play. And then the lead Holy singers, like somebody shit. lights a joint. The dude next to me, I think, lights a joint. Then the fucking singer comes over, and we all we like we pass the joint so you together. Saw Bunny, it was just they were just the whalers. So yeah, I'm sorry, not even the, sure. No, the the guy that just passed away. Um. Oh yeah, which one? I don't know. If the I last, was... the last of them just passed away, and I'm sorry. That's terrible. I can't yeah, remember yeah, the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure who, because I've seen the whalers a bunch. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure. Well, exactly. it's like seeing like the five blind, blind boys of Alabama, or like their lineup changes. The changes, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so, and I mean, yeah. I've seen Damian Marley and. But just to fucking roll up there in my car and get out and walk on the stage and start smoking a joint and watch. Yeah. Like, how lucky is that? that yeah. Like, what, how do you, like, no. that's how I started my day. Like, yeah. it was magic nonstop for me. It was like magical moments, not, like, the whole weekend was just like, like, how the fuck did I get here? So blessed. Well, that's one thing I was... I knew that you would do that, be able to do this. You know, in the beginning of this, you were like, uh, I'm not really sure if I'm going to be able to do this, but here we go. You're going to have to erase this whole thing. Oh, shut up. Whatever. <laughs> if there's one thing you could like, I could go on and on. I, I, I could just start. I just want to have you say some things that, you know, cause we're recording this. I'm going to obviously upload this and everything. And I'm going to get a little real here is whether it was like, if you wanted to leave a list of things when it came to like music that you wanted to leave with, um, Luca, what would you want to leave with Luca, your son? People that you would want him to listen to. Stevie would be one of them, you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, he already is. Sweet. He knows Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson. Not that that's planned. I mean, there's so much stuff. Not. He's like, let's, you know, I want to dance or let's dance. And so that's. And how old is he now? Four and a half. But I mean, he knows some newer stuff. He likes another one bites the dust. But of course, I like. I mean, yeah. Queen. I mean, shit. <clears throat> you know, I'm right there. I mean, just listen to that, the think of the bass line of another one bites the, the whole. Yeah. That's just my jam. But he likes it. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, no, I just put it on and exactly let him. Yep. I mean, I I feel he like I need to vibe. expose him to more stuff because we'll end up listening to the same stuff, you know. I like I gotta expand my playlists and stuff, but yeah. I'll just keep going. And he'll he'll want the same song over and over. He likes the he likes the Harry Styles, I think is his name. Yeah, that came up or the watermelon sugar thing. Uh-huh. He's like, I want watermelon sugar. I'm like, all right. I like these horn lines. I'm like, this song, these guys did all right, man. <laughs> yeah, kids teaching you a thing or two. Too. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. you know, I don't know anything about this dude, but like, I like it. I like the yeah. song. There's some good stuff going on in there, and I'm like, cool, man. I can see it's catchy. I can see why he likes it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want him to listen to everything and make up his own mind and like, 
those seeds that the parents plant sometimes turn them on to things later in their life. Dude, how do you even make that list? There's so much. I mean, he's going to yeah. have to hear all kinds of shit. You yeah, know? I mean, you can't. That's one thing I, I think, too, is like I got in like past conversations with people on these things. Like, yeah, what you listen to may not be what your parents listen to, but then your parents may turn you on to something. And 20 years later, when you're in your 20s or 30s, you might be like, man, I remember when I was listening to that. And, oh, man, I'm listening to it a different way now because I didn't notice that before or it had that hook or... Or I didn't notice sure. that instrument or how that blended together or how that made me feel now versus then, you know. Music uh, is amazing. When yeah, you... man. I feel like I want them to have a good foundation and a, a broad foundation in things that I think are good that are go back. I mean, how far back, I don't know. But I want them to, I don't know. I want them to have a deep relationship with, I don't know, foundational shit. To, with, with, like Stevie Wonder would be something like that. There it keeps go. going back. Yeah. But like, Led Zeppelin, he's got to have to listen to that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to... I'm just thinking there's some... I don't want to hate on any of the music out today. Because I think some of the this... I don't know. I don't want to judge the music like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I just want to know that you're turning them on to something. Because, yeah. you know, that's the thing. that You don't realize that stuff's playing in the background. And then you're like... Oh, he's taking it in. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I worry about what he's taking in because I don't realize it. I mm-hmm. have to like really try to think you about it. something, you know, like, yeah, they take that stuff in and, and yeah. as he gets older, I'll just do whatever. But, and I, I mean, I, I'm lucky enough to have all these friends who have made music or make music or, I mean, I've got a stack of CDs of people that I know, yeah, which is great. And I'll play him all that stuff, but I won't play him just that. I'll, yeah. I want him to try to, I want him to hear it or whatever. This is just uh, the beginning here, though, Scotty. I'm going to be doing this with you again, so don't think that you're not going to do this again. So. Shit. Well, else? you talk about photos, but I want to know what album art you liked. Photos. What album art stuck out with you, you know, that you remember, that you still remember this day. Like, that was such a cool cover. Because, I mean, remember when records were cool, the album covers were cool? Oh, yeah, everything. I mean, God, yeah. I can't even tell. But what sticks out now currently is because I just listened to Tuna uh-huh. do that Sugar Hill Gang and uh, I started thinking about the Sugar Hill Gang and the Sugar Hill like label. That I don't know logo and label. Yeah. Did they have like a snake or something? Yeah, it's like with multicolors. And, and there was shit. like a blue background and a multicolor. Yes. I remember that. And they still use that to this Do day. They still use yeah. it. I always thought that was cool though. I, don't, I, I mean, it was. I was at Ragged and looking but, through some twelve inches, and they had a lot of those that just had that color yeah. with the, like the logo. It was neat. Uh, albums. I, okay, here's yeah. one for you. When this whole live thing gets back to normalcy, quote unquote, um, who would you like to see live that you haven't seen live? Probably Barry Manilow. Well, you might want to get up on that one because uh, he's, oh, is he not around? He's getting up there. He ain't, oh, is he? Uh, he's, <laughs> no, uh, he may not be living much longer. Uh, yeah. Who would I like to see? Uh, Bob Marley. Oh shit! That's my go-to. Oh. Like I, anybody asked me, right? Living or dead? Who would if you want to see? If you number one's Bob dead, Marley, yeah, that because might be. To hear that catalog, to see him live, sure. do you know what? he's going to give you all the energy he possibly can in that? And that type of music, music. But living, like there's, I mean, you've seen that we're not, we've not oh, even get, we've not even got into it yet. But I want to get into my Jack White shit with you, you know, with the Rapporteurs and and shit like that, you know. Oh God, shit! I'd love to see the Rapporteurs, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I've never seen Jack just like well, I've seen him dead what he. Dead Weather, Weather. Back and Tours. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll get into that bands. some other time. And, I don't know. I wish yeah. I could have seen Soul Coughing. I really enjoyed Soul Coughing. Yes. There's so many. I can't even. Dude, I don't even. I can't give you. Uh, yeah, there's so many with me, too. I'm worse yeah. at this, man. And I try to do the bucket list I told with people. Like, like 
I'm going to see them because I have to go see them because they may not be around. Like, I've been lucky enough to see Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young live mm-hmm. together, all four of them. I mean, that I saw Eric Clapton live. Eric Clapton ain't touring anymore, you know? Right. Um, I saw Willie Nelson just a year or two ago with my brother because I, I had to see Willie, you know? I mean, it's Willie Nelson, you know? And But, you know, I, I, I'm lucky enough to see people that have not been here um, but because they moved on earlier than expected, whether it was Tom Petty or Chris Grinnell or, or whoever, yeah. but... That, to me, is important. Like, okay, I do have my bucket list. Like, my number one bucket list that is alive still that I don't think I'll ever get a chance to see is Van Morrison. That's my number one because mm-hmm. I love Van Morrison's catalog of music, and his band is always on on it, dude. They're, like, tight, I bet tight. They are. Horn section, everything. You so, know, yeah. I don't... I think maybe I would want to see somebody I've never seen. Yeah. There's so much out there, and internationally maybe if i if somebody said like you can see anything like i'd probably say i don't know somebody pick something for me that's not not even musicians that aren't don't even live here like take me around the world so i mean i'd love to see kodo again i've seen them or do you know i know yeah we've talked about that you and clay got to see them i mean something like that for me would be I don't know who, like, I'd almost want somebody to just take me to something that'll blow my mind, you know? And mm-hmm. I mean, I like percussion shit like that, like that, you know, a big drumming outfit, whether they're, whatever they're doing, like something like that yeah. would be, I saw the drummers of Burundi and they were, that was my thing with like a mixture of everything. If you could put like some Tycho drummers mm-hmm. with rock and roll musicians with people mm-hmm. from all over the world like some whatever you, you the more know, eclectic 800 it is. pound japanese taiko drums playing with like rock musicians playing with like people from all over the world some awesome ladies singing in the background and just like a couple mm-hmm. of good vocalists and a big band like i mean stevie wonder has a big band there's lots of big bands but i just like to see a band from all over the world Yes. With all kinds of instruments, but not, you know, that kind of thing could get out of control. Yeah. Just being like all these heavy duty cats from all over the place who are just masters, like working on some songs and really working them out into something. Like, I'd love to hear some big, massive band play Fool in the Rain. Wow. That's just me. Like, but that song is like, and when they break down into that, where they just like go into that yeah, fast part with the whistles and like the, and, the you remember? Timing, and just like that and when they come back after that drum roll back into the fucking riff bum, like bum, 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 yeah and just da. kill that with a huge band just yeah. raging that song yeah i would piss myself it's i don't know what i would i'd faint bring that up there's a lot of songs i mean i don't I just, that just popped into my head because i love that so i just feel like that song could be uh-huh and put some just massive drums and uh-huh. like, but not too much. I wouldn't want it to be all over the place. Anyway, I'm just in some weird. No, I love it because fantasy with you in the rain, saying that world band. You know, kills. Clay Clay did that in high school, at, yeah. at a performance. It was like a like a like a what they call it like um, where everybody does their the own talent thing. show. A talent yes. show. Yes, he did I that. I wonder if and, I saw that. I, um, you should ask him about that. that's crazy you bring I that up I remember, remember. Him. you know you know why I also remember that is because I remember going over to his house and him just practicing 
I kind of remember huh. that too. He, yeah. Clay, I would say Clay got me into Zeppelin, and he got me into some of the jazz stuff too. And he was a big. Clay Jimmy. pulled me into some. He was yeah. big in the Jimmy Page when we were in high school. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and then you know as soon as you start playing guitar, well, fucking Jimmy Page. If you're, yeah, you know, if it's whatever the '90s or '80s or whatever, probably about, even yeah. probably still now, it's yeah. like Jimmy. You know, Jimmy Page is everybody. One of the, you know, like the worst. Ro- the Rushmore of guitar players. Yeah. It's like wasn't Stairway to Heaven the like go to thing for like you? Yeah. So that's like, but he has so many other guitar, songs. Too. That's what you, I mean, yeah. you. It was Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. You had to know you, if you play guitar, you either, you have to know Stairway to Heaven. I think. <laughs> Did you, you remember the um, remember the whole uh, Wayne's World thing where he was you know? Oh. And they like they point to the sign like no Stairway to Heaven. Yes. <laughs> yes. At every music store yeah. around. Do not play that. Yeah. The United States, possibly the world. Yeah. I want to thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate you doing this conversation. No, I appreciate it too. It'd be good to have around. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us.